Hello, welcome to Jedi Dropouts, your weekly geek out session. I'm Ryan Taylor. And I am James Moss. On this, our pilot episode, we'll be talking about origins. We'll be talking about what got us into nerdy and geeky nonsense. We'll be talking about if we were to get superpowers, what would they be? We'll be talking about normal type Pokemon. We'll be ranking all the live action Batman movies. Every fucking one. Yep. And if we were to cast ourselves, or if we were to cast an actor to play ourselves in a movie, who would it be? I, I would cast you to play me and myself to play you. Would, that would just be a shit show. We'd, we'd have to pull some like Christian Bale weight loss, weight gain shit, but yeah, <laughs> it could work. Yeah. I mean, because I'm over here looking like Christian Bale in the mechanic right now. <laughs> I'm a little more American hustle. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, video games, comics, geek culture, and how uh, how we got into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you wanna get the ball rolling on this? Yeah, sure. Uh, I I I let me let me just. Uh, I was a geek when I was younger and did not know, and then I was completely out of it for a very long time and the last uh let me see eight or nine years i've been back into it when i was a kid i had a sega genesis when i was like two or three years old and i played the shit out of that thing and i read comic books i read spider-man x-men i watched the the batman animated series all that shit that that was that was my life as a kid i mean and mighty Morphin power rangers dragon ball z you know the whole fucking shebang I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers. No? No. Wait, wait, wait. Power Rangers? Is that is that something parents don't let kids watch? Apparently my mom thought it was too violent. And, I don't know. Did, did you watch Dragon Ball Z, though? Um, well, Power Rangers was oh, yeah, funny yeah, the... when I was a little bit younger, and then Dragon Ball Z. That's true. By yeah. the time I started watching Dragon Ball Z, I was already in, like, junior high high school so mom really couldn't say anything about that but no when i was a kid i wasn't allowed to watch power rangers i wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons i wasn't allowed to watch certain things like that we all see how well that worked out <laughs> uh i never had that problem when i was a kid but i really don't think my parents know the shit i watched <laughs> like I, I i i was a i was a big wrestling fan so i mean attitude era WW well WWF at the time WWE later on that that was sh- I shouldn't have been watching that I was like eight years old watching Stone Cold chug beers and shit. <laughs> See, mom wouldn't want me watching Power Rangers or Simpsons and things like that, but my grandfather was a huge wrestling fan, and so I don't think my father really had much of a problem with me watching that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And I mean, like, what's the difference between watching Power Rangers and watching Hockey Night in Canada on a Saturday night? Yeah, like, really. Back in, like, that was when Ty Domi was... I was just gonna go there. Yeah, like, he was knocking motherfuckers out every Saturday night on CBC. Like, come on, Mom. He had a maple leaf on his chest, though, so, you know. Yeah, I guess Captain it... Canada. <laughs> uh, selling telecom services. I, uh, I kind of gave up video games and joined hockey and and joined a band and all that shit and you know tried to be one of the cool kids but then I realized that 
you can geek out about hockey and music. <laughs> um, but I think it was uh, I'm gonna say Watchmen when Watchmen came out in 2009. I I was vaguely interested in superheroes and I was like, okay, I know nothing about this. I'm gonna go watch it. And then I went to watch it and I said, man, that's a great movie. I love that movie. And everyone hated it and said, fuck that, man. It's it's nothing like the book. So I said, well, I gotta wa I gotta read the book, you know. And uh, I read Watchmen, then I had to read more Alan Moore, and then I had to read more comics, and it just fucking fell apart. And now I'm fucking listening to seven or eight geek podcasts a week and making my own. Yeah, well, I don't do as much reading. For me, it's more watching and listening to things. Um, I'll throw on certain YouTube channels while I'm working out. But I've been into this shit for as long as I can remember. When I was probably three years old, the original TMNT live-action movie, I would watch on repeat. My parents still joke about it to this day that I was three, four years old and I would attempt to recite that movie verbatim as <laughs> I, I didn't understand half the dialogue because I was a kid but like I practically wore that tape out and mom had one of these books when I was a kid each year you asked the kid what do you want to be when you grow up? And it would change from year to year. But for me, from age like three till nine, each year it would kind of just bounce back and forth between I either want to grow up to be a Ninja Turtle or I want to grow up to be a Ghostbuster. And it would just bounce back and forth between those two from year to year. We went to Florida when I was four and I bought this Ghostbusters jumpsuit at Disney and my mother actually had to hide it from me so I wouldn't wear it to school every single day. Fuck. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I was about five or six years old, we did this thing in school where we had to draw a picture of ourselves in, in the career we wanted when we grew up. And <laughs> I'm not fucking lying. I drew a picture of Michael Jordan, and <laughs> which is funny enough. Did you have, like, the tongue out and everything? Like... Oh, yeah, dunking, right? Like, full, <laughs> full dunk pose. But... Um, What's funny is is not that, you know, if if a little kid draws a picture of Michael Jordan, you think, oh, it's cute. He wants to be a basketball player. No, I, I literally wrote, when I grow up, I want to be Michael Jordan. Not, I want to play basketball with Bugs Bunny. Yes, exactly. Him. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. He had the Space Jam jersey on in this picture. Not fucking Chicago Bulls. I didn't know shit about <laughs> basketball, right? <laughs> I want to have a failed baseball career. <laughs> and, and play basketball with uh, Bugs Bunny and Bill Murray <laughs> yes oh my god it's been too long since I've seen Space Jam because I actually forgot Bill Murray was in that movie I rewatched it a few years back and it's terrible but it's so good sorry I have to tangent for a second but talking about Space Jam um, the Lucas Twins um they did a stand-up comedy special that's on Netflix right now, and they actually talk about Space Jam. I I was a huge fan of the comedy special. Like it was so funny, but like them talking about Space Jam and doing a little skit with how Michael Jordan got, I believe it was Charles Barkley involved in the movie. Yeah, hilarious. You had to check it out <laughs> after. 
I will, yep. Um, I, I, yeah, I think I was kind of damned to be a nerd because my older cousins kind of got me involved in music and the first two albums I ever owned myself were The Bare Naked Ladies and Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. So I was kind of damned to be a nerd. Like, yeah, yeah. I had no hope for a normal life. <laughs> and then I just got involved in punk rock and that just made me more of an outcast from the norm and I instead of playing hockey I was on the swim team and pretty much just like anything that normal people did I did the opposite I wish I had that kind of street cred especially in like <laughs> our little corner of Newfoundland Canada like yeah really we're we're all sort of damned to be outcast yeah really though I think on that note, we can move on to our first segment of the episode. This is a little segment we're going to call Popping the Question, where each week we pop a question. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> uh, these questions can range from the absolute most uh, the geeky questions you hear in conversations all the time, like uh, Goku versus Superman, who's stronger? You know, you've heard that a million times. Really, though? We'll, we'll answer that another day. Uh, or it could be something as stupid as uh, fucking which Ninja Turtle is more, most likely to work in a fast food job Michelangelo Mikey. gets fired yeah I realize until he I, gets fired yeah, yeah but that's not our question for today we'll get more in depth into that yeah. one later fuck we, we, we have to do that yeah I'm, I'm, we'll write that down I'm, I'm leaning towards Donnie because he seems like he's got his shit together uh, our question for today, as previously, sta- previously stated, is if you were a superhero, who or what would you be? Uh, now this, we, we uh, later, oh, Jesus, we later uh, said that this would be not just superheroes, but say Jedis or uh, any, any sort of geek hero uh, archetype. That you would possibly want to be, and you mentioned you uh, you prepared both answers. <laughs> I did because I was bored at work and I had nothing else to do but daydream about being a superhero and a Jedi. Well, uh, yeah. Shoot one of them. I'll start with superhero. Um, the more I've been getting into the Flash and with the most recent X-Men movies, the highlights of those movies for me were Quicksilver. Oh, for sure. And when the Flash TV series came out, I started reading more Flash. I started getting more into things. Um, like I started watching more episodes of animated shows like the Justice League. And I would just rewatch episodes that were very flash focused. And I got more and more into speedsters, so I was obviously gonna decide if I was gonna be a superhero, I'd wanna be a speedster. And we talked a little bit about like what we would name ourselves and what our costumes would be. See, uh, uh, just to interrupt for one second. That's what I'm most interested in because there are so many fucking speedsters. I, I I'm gonna be amazed if you have a name that has not been taken yet. <laughs> I could not find a name that has not been taken yet, but I I settled on Hustle. Hustle? Hustle. 
Um, I did a little bit of research to see if there was a character named Hustle. And the one I found was this guy who I'd never heard of. I mean, other people might be familiar with him, but I was not. But he has mechanical legs. And I'm not sure if he's fully a speedster or if he's he can just move extra fast because of these mechanical legs. But not like Barry Allen tapping into the speed force levels of speed. But I have no idea what I would wear for a costume. Like, everything that popped in my head was just like this cross between the Flash and Static. And then I was like, no, that's... Like, the whole lightning bolt thing would be too generic. What else would I wear? And the only things popping in my head were, like, gimp suits. And <laughs> I was like, no, that wouldn't work. It ended up looking like Valdo from Soul Calibur. Valdo's fucking creepy, man. He's so creepy. But he's the best character. Like If you know how to use him. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if I came speeding down the street in a fucking gimp suit like are, are you lose gonna, traction wipe out are you gonna go backwards like Valdo too like oh, oh like, my god can you imagine crab that? walk <laughs> crab walk in the speed force oh my god that would be terrifying seeing something bent over like back bridging <laughs> like that coming at you at lightning fast speeds terrifying but yeah definitely speedster and I'd call myself hustle because I hustle every day make money <laughs> money make money 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 I like that. I, I really do. I uh, I couldn't come up with anything for a costume either. Honestly, I'm not a, I'm not a fucking designer. I'm not a. I can barely dress myself. I, already. If, like, if I had superpowers, I'd hire somebody to do that. Exactly. Exactly. You'd you'd have like your little Cisco Ramon kicking around. Exactly. Yeah. Your own little vibe. Barry Allen didn't design his own costume. No, fuck no. Who is he? Peter Parker? Like, come on. <laughs> um, I'll uh. I'll say mine now, and then you can give you your Jedi. Sure. So, something I notice is a lot of the times, uh, superheroes, their powers they gain, uh, conveniently kind of embody their own personal traits. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for example, Captain America. He was he was scrawny, but he was brave. He had a lot of hurt. And, you know, he's then he gets all of his strength. Batman with the darkness and the... You know, so on. And I said, what can I do? What is my strength? Your beard. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was just being saucy. No, I know, but <laughs> I, I said, I can grow a fucking beard like, like anything. So uh, <laughs> so the idea I came up with is um, basically like an inspector gadget, but, but it's my beard. My beard, I, I just, I, I can mentally control my beard to... Uh, to like like a, a bearded fist would come out and so it would kind of be like your Green Lantern power ring. Yes, exactly. But your beard. Perfect. Yeah, one hundred percent. And maybe a little bit of Reed Richards, like the. Oh my god. Yeah, and and uh, I would call myself the atomic gizmo. <laughs> the atomic beard. <laughs> and I I had no idea for a logo, but now I would just I would I would put like um. Like a classic sort of atom symbol with a, with a beard on it, maybe? Okay, but something I never thought about when I was thinking, like, how I would become a speedster. Like, yeah. how would you become the atomic beard? I would mistakenly use... Radioactive beard oil? 
Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. You're, you're taking the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I had an unfortunate accident where I slipped and only my beard fell in, in a, a pit of radioactive <laughs> gamma. You, you, you can make it up, right? It doesn't need to actually be a thing. Just radioactive gamma liquid gas. That, that's all they did in the old comics anyway. They just, just they just make stuff up. Yeah, just put a bunch of fucking confusing words together. Just pull a bunch of sciencey terms out of science, science juice. No, yeah. A, a, a tub of science juice. Rocket milk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that's uh That's yeah. how I get my super speed right there, rocket milk. Man, hustle and the atomic beard. That's a duo for you. Yeah. Power Man and Iron Fist got nothing on the shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, you didn't think about being a Jedi at all? No, because I, I just... I you put so much time into the Atomic Beard? I threw that in, honestly, like two days ago, because I wasn't sure what you had prepared. So I was like, okay, you know, uh, just to let him know, there's, there's more options. Yeah. It's not specifically superhero. Well, I was just going to go superhero, and then as soon as you said, or Jedi, I was like, oh, man. Before I went bald, I wanted to grow a Padawan braid so bad. But the girl I was dating at the time was like, don't you fucking dare. I will leave you. And in retrospect, I should have got the Padawan braid and let her break up my ass even sooner, because that would have just saved me such a headache. Um... I have no idea if I would have some super Star Warsy name like Obi-Wan Kenobi or anything like that, but I thought, like, what would be some variation on the lightsaber that I hadn't seen? Like, I didn't want just the generic-looking Luke or Vader saber. And, like, I've always loved Darth Maul and the fact that he had, like, the dual-ended. And I thought, like, and maybe this has been done because I haven't watched the animated Star Wars Okay, yeah, yet. myself either. It, it's on my to-do list, but I was really thinking, like, I would want dual Tanfa-like lightsabers. Okay, you're going to have to ex explain that. That's definitely something martial arts related that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, they'd be... Do you remember in The Force of... In the Force Awakens, that big thing that that stormtrooper yeah 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 that got turned into a meme. Oh, okay, I'm seeing it it's now. Oh, like okay, a smaller version of that. So you'd have one in each hand, and like you can punch with them. Yeah, that thing. Ryan's holding up a picture he just googled yeah. on his phone. I'm gonna do that from time to time. Yeah. Um, so so the 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 lightsaber end would come out like. By your hands or down by your elbows? Like what? See, I was thinking or you said... it would be a tonfa, but the short end, which is up almost flush with my fist, is yeah. where oh, the blade shit. would come out. So it could act as just a tonfa if I'm just using the hilt. I could use the hilts just as regular tonfas, and then I could activate the lightsaber, and then blades would, or the beam blade, would come out from the part that's almost flush with my knuckles. So you'd be a very uh, very martial arts based oh, Jedi. Yeah. Almost like what that guy from Rogue One should have been. I can't remember the character's name. Uh, Donnie Yen's character. Yes. 
what he, what he would have been with the Force. Yes. Thinking very martial arts, very stealth. Yeah. That sounds pretty, pretty fucking badass. Yeah. So... George Lucas, if you want to collaborate on that, he doesn't. He doesn't. He can't do shit anymore. Oh. Disney, Disney, call us. Get me out, Mickey. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I were a Jedi, I just, I just, I guess I'd have fucking lightsabers coming out of my beard. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I've got. I didn't prepare anything for that. Let's uh, let's move on now to our second segment here. This one's called the Long Con, and this one's gonna play out over uh, varying amounts of episodes. Uh, basically, we're gonna take a subject that's gonna be split up into, uh, for for example, our first one is about eighteen episodes, and uh, it, you'll have to you'll have to listen to every episode to get the full effect, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the first eighteen or so episodes. What the idea for this is, because I'm much more the Pokemon geek than Ryan, so this was kind of my idea, but what we would do is take one Pokemon type per episode, and we would break it down like, what's our favorite Pokemon of that type for each generation, and then we're just going to say, overall, this one is my favorite. And I guess once we uh, get through the first 18 episodes, we'll have our overall favorite Pokemon oh, all together. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like James said, uh, he's much more the Pokemon guy here. I have played three or four of the games offhand. And I do love them. I do. I just... I, I don't know. I just... I have... I'm not as into it. Yeah. I've played all the main series. I've... I dabbled in... Uh, like mystery dungeon and stuff like that, but those games just didn't hook me. Oh man, if that counts, Pokemon snaps my jam. <laughs> Play the shit out of that game. I did too. Um, some Pokemon Stadium too. I played some of that oh, last Pokemon week Sta- for the first time in years. Pokemon and... Stadium is badass. Oh. I never actually owned it, but I always wanted it, and I played it every chance I got. Yeah, I was thinking about picking up uh, Pokemon Tournament. That looks good. But I'm so garbage at fighting games. I like them, but I'm so bad at them that I just get frustrated and rage quit. Uh, we're eventually going to do a video game episode, and uh, I'm going to mention it again then, but I am so, so shitty at fighting games, but I love them to the point where they are possibly my favorite genre of video game. <laughs> and I, I basically just have to turn the difficulty down and play one player by myself. <laughs> That was me playing Call of Duty. Man, Street Fighter fucking 2. That was my game. Yep. Let's uh, let's jump into it. Okay. Pokemon Part 1, Normal Type. Alright, so we're going to take this... So, we're I'm going to say, like, for Generation 1, this Pokemon's my favorite. And then we're going to go back and forth and then move on from one generation to the next. Yeah, let's go uh, generation to generation. Yep. And so, start with Generation 1, obviously. I had to go with Snorlax. Me too. <laughs> like, there there were some other ones that I thought about. Like, I have used Tauros a lot yeah. in the past, but I had to give it off to Snorlax. I'm such a tank. I briefly considered Doduo or Dodrio, but 
Snorlax is my fucking soul animal. Like, <laughs> if there was ever a Pokemon that embodied me, it would be Snorlax. <laughs> he just he just sleeps and sleeps and sleeps, and then you come by, and you're like, "Hey, uh, Snorlax, can I get through here?" No, fuck off. Go get a flute or some shit. Play me some music, bitch. <laughs> fucking love that shit. Yeah, like I'm, he had his own Z move. When they introduced Generation 7, like, not many Pokemon have, like, a signature Z-move. It's pretty much Snorlax and, like, Pikachu and Raichu and the starters. A few others, maybe. But... I'm, I'm absent-mindedly uh, nodding along here. I, I don't... I, I'm so bad at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what do you say for Generation 2? Generation 2, I said fur it. Really? Yes. My reasoning being because I think it's hilarious that it's considered a Pokemon. Because in my eyes, fur just wandered into the Pokemon world and people were like, oh, look at that Pokemon. But it's just a ferret. It's literally just a fucking ferret. And people are like, oh, I'm going to catch it. And they started naming it shit. That's, I think it's fucking hilarious. I have this, this image in my mind of literally a ferret in a, in a Pokeball. Just <laughs> I, I don't know. I looked at them all, and I'm not that familiar with Gen 2. I, I really don't know that generation. And I thought that was I thought that was the most hilarious-looking one, so I went with it. I had to go with Teddy Ursa, just because I've never used any of the Gen 2 normal types, really. Okay. And, like, I caught... For it early game but then the second I could replace it with something I did Teddy Ursa is just so damn cute oh shit he is cute yeah it's just a little fucking teddy bear I'm gonna be googling images of most of these cause half the generations I'm not familiar with um just trying to instill confidence in our uh, our listener base here that I should definitely be the one talking about this shit <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I mean, some of these, even for me, though I've played more Pokemon games than Ryan, like, there's a few types with a few generations where it's going to be a stretch, or some Pokemon is going to win by default. I didn't know Teddy Ursula got so fucking badass, though. Into Ursaring? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. See, I've never used Ursaring either. I've watched videos of people using him in battles on YouTube, but I've never used the guy myself. So I just straight up went cute factor. Yep, fair enough. I, I did that a couple times here as well. What about Gen 3? Zigzagoon, because that is so fun to say, and that is literally the only reason. <laughs> I, I'm actually doing a Nuzlocke right now. Um, hold, hold up. Uh, yeah. Back up one second. Just sure. to clarify here, Gen 1, that's blue, red, yellow. Gen 2 is ruby, sapphire? Is that... No. No? Uh, I'm, I see, I'm... Silver and gold. Silver and gold, shit, yeah. yeah. That's why, okay, I never played those. Gen 3 is ruby, sapphire. Yes. Okay. And emerald. And emerald, yeah. G see, I haven't played Gen 2 or 3. Okay. I, I've never actually had my hands on the, the games. And let's just uh, clarify for me, and not for the listener base. The listener base probably knows this shit. Uh, Gen 4 is... Um, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. I tried to play Platinum, and I couldn't do it. 
I really, like, I know the Pokemon games aren't really about the stories, they're not really about the dialogue, but Platinum I found absolutely painful. Yeah? The dialogue, I literally, I got, I, I, I don't even know if I actually got to the point of catching a Pokemon before I said, fuck this, and I, I shut it off and I sold the game. <laughs> then I really don't think you would like Gen 7. Oh, okay. Gen 7 is so dialogue heavy. Yeah. Like, I can go back and I can play Me Gen 3, Gen 4. I can play those games over and over, start new games, do different challenges okay. and locks, but Gen 7, I, I beat both games, but it's so dialogue heavy and it holds your hand so much. Yeah. It really doesn't have any replay factor for me. See that's and then maybe that's the thing too because I played it right after I played uh, I can't remember if I played white or black but that generation. That's five. Yeah, I loved the story of that game. Oh, that was great. The, and all the dialogue, I loved it. It was a fucking fantastic yeah. game. And that was the one that got me back into playing Pokemon. I played X shortly after. After I finished doing the Nuzlocke, I'm doing right now with Alpha Sapphire, which is a remake of Gen Three. Yeah. I'm probably gonna do. Same thing with Gen 5. Nice. But, yeah, I'm doing a Nuzlocke right now, and do you know about Nuzlocke's? I've Some heard... of our listeners might not know. Um, basically, you can catch one Pokemon per route. First Pokemon you encounter, if it's eligible, you catch it. If you fail to catch it, you can't catch another Pokemon on that route. And you can only have one of each type of Pokemon. And... After a Pokemon faints, you stick it in the PC, it's considered dead. You can't use it anymore. Okay, yeah, There's certain I've heard clauses of this. and stuff like that in case, like, you need something as, like, a HM slave. But, like, once something faints, it's gone. You can't use it anymore. Um, I'm not playing a randomized one, because I haven't hacked my game, but I'm just playing a standard Nuzlocke. And so I'm playing Alpha Sapphire right now, and I have a Swellow, and it it was one of the first Pokemon I caught, and it's still in my party, and it is taking names. Like, really? Yeah, it has the Guts ability, and I, up until I started playing this Nuzlocke, I thought Swellow was a completely useless Pokemon, but this playthrough has put Swellow like, in my heart dies for it. Taking names, warm it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's get back to Gen 3. Uh, you were giving your answer and then I interrupted you. We went off on a tangent. Yeah, but then I kind of circled yeah, back. There we go. We're back, back around. So, yeah, we can Gen 4? Yeah, Gen 4. I <laughs> Like I said, I don't know Gen 4. So I said Bidoof because that's a fucking hilarious word. <laughs> I know people who Bidoof is their favorite Pokemon or his evolution Beaverel just because they're so derpy. Like, <laughs> I know people who he is legitimately their favorite Pokemon of all time. Like, I don't know the generation that well, but uh, Bidoof just seems like a Gen 4 Slowpoke. Kinda. No, I mean, I know the types aren't the same. I know they're not the same Pokemon, but that, that derpiness, that. <laughs> yeah. Hilarity. Slow I, don't, I don't Speed. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. I went with Porygon Z. I've never used one, 
in battles myself. Like, I, I have one when completing the Pokedex. I've never used one in battle. But when I'm watching battles, like watching the championships online, when I'm streaming that, I always like it when people use Porygon Z. A lot of people use Porygon 2. Okay. But I just love the crazy look of Porygon Z. He just looks so strange and... I just think he's, like, I like the look of him. I like watching other players use him. Oh, man. That's a fucked up looking Pokemon. Right? Like. It's so, it's so rounded. It's so it, rounded. It, it looks like, looking it looks like an advanced alien technology gone wrong. Exactly. It's fucked. Yeah. He just gets weirder and weirder the more he evolves, and I love nice. it. Um, Gen 5, I picked Stetland. I also picked Stetland. This one, I know. I know this generation. I, uh... Now, I named them all, so I'm trying to remember. What's the original, uh, Lillipop? Lillipop, Herdier, and then Stetland. Yeah, there you go. I, I caught Lillipop just because it was a dog, and then I I was like, oh man, I got a pet dog. It's sick. And I, I have evolved him and and then he just became my strongest pokemon by accident i didn't i didn't even try to level him up as much as my others and i kicked the shit out of that game with stalin who in the game was named gorbachev after yeah, yeah. <laughs> that gorbachev i thought it was hilarious but, but like uh, you get moves on him like thunderfang and stuff yeah, like that yeah yeah he can wreck absolutely fucking wreck yeah uh one of the best parts of gen 7 is the ride Pokemon you can get, and you can actually mm -hmm. ride around on a Stoutland. Yep. Like, I love it. Uh, when I started that game, I actually... Uh, Charlotte had started it. Uh, she picked up the game, picked her starter, and caught, like, two Pokemon. And then she said, I'm not really feeling this game. And I went to pick it up, and instead of starting a new game like I should have, I just said, you mind if I just use your save? And I picked it up where she had. And, uh... I can't remember the names because I named them all stupid shit. <laughs> what's the what's the grass starter from that game? Um, the grass starter from Gen 5? Yeah. Snivy. Yes. Snivy was fucking useless. I, I don't care. Um, maybe I'm using them wrong, but that's the one she had picked. And I couldn't, like, I... I... I tried training it. I tried leveling it up. I tried doing anything I could, adding, adding. Uh, I'm so I'm so out of the game. <laughs> Using See, the I TMs, mean, HMs, you know yeah. that that shit. Yeah, and I couldn't get him to do shit. <laughs> he he would like he he'd be fighting a Pokemon that was like ten levels below him, and he would just be getting his ass kicked. Yes, I picked Snivy the first time I played through that gen, and. He was alright. Once I picked the water starter for that gen, I never went back. Mm. The fire starter for that gen, I cannot stand. I know some people use him a lot. Is that, the, is that a little, like, fire pig thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I could not, like... Oh. I want to hit Embor with a truck. Embor, yeah, there you go. Like, the fully evolved form of him? Fuck that guy. What? Uh... Small tangent here. What are the ethics of hitting a Pokemon with a truck in uh, in in the Pokemon universe? Because I, I mean, it depends on what Pokemon. Because I mean, obviously in real life now, hitting a dog with your truck is frowned upon. 
but so is like pitbull fighting you know yeah i mean that's the equivalent so i don't know are there ethics can you just beat the shit out of your pokemon like what is the well, i mean like hitting a pokemon with a truck is going to be a lot different if you're like hitting a little pup which is cute <laughs> oh, and a dog versus hitting like a steelix yeah which is like a 20 foot metal snake because one of them is going to be like, oh my god, I hit a lily pop. And the other one's going to be like, oh my god, I hit a Steelix. Like, one is... You know, though... One is heartbreaking and the other is skull-breaking. Yeah. But you, you know, though, that there are definitely some shitty people in that universe who just take their anger by hitting the Pokemon with a truck and then just go into the, the Pokemon hospital and like, yeah, fucking revive them, I don't care. Just stock up on four stores and slap a ratata around and heal it off. Jesus, it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Gen six. Gen six. I uh, I did play X, but I don't think I I don't think I used any normal type. I I went with Furfru because that sounded hilarious and he looked kind of foolish. I I don't think I used any normal type in that game. I used Heliolisk. 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 He was a normal electric type. And I just got tired of the oversaturation of just Pikachu, 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 Pikachu. And so the first electric type mm. that I found that I thought was cool, I was just He's pretty funky looking. aching to replace Pikachu. And so the second I caught Heliolisk, I was like, okay, well, his pre-evolved form Helioptile. I was like, this is normal and electric. He's new. I've never used him before. I'm going to give him a shot to replace Pikachu. And I ended up using him a fair bit. And he does have that dual type electric and normal, which I really liked. I really like weird type combinations. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. I've, I've got a specific one for a later episode. I got in mind there. Yeah. And what about Gen 7? Do you know anything about... I know literally nothing. I know that the games are called Sun and Moon. <laughs> and I vaguely recognize the pictures from the cover art. I have not looked into those games at all. No? So I went with Toucanon, because that's a clever pun. <laughs> yeah. I did use Toucanon a lot. But... I love me some Orangaroo. Orangaroo? Oh, yeah. I, I missed him. Yeah. Orangaroo. Is that an orangutan and a kangaroo? No, it's not an orangutan and a kangaroo. Shit. It's, uh, he's a normal psychic type, and it's like an orangutan, but he's like a guru, I guess. Whoa. And he sits there with a little fan, and he's got like a shaw over his shoulders. Okay, but, yeah, you win. Yeah, that's that's way cooler than Toucanon. But um, his ability allows him, like, if you pair him up with... Pokemon that knows, say, Surf or Earthquake, a move that hits every Pokemon on the field, he doesn't take damage from it if it's being used by his ally in double battles. Okay. Plus, he has a move where, like, say you have him paired up with Garchomp, Garchomp uses Earthquake, Rangaroo doesn't take damage 
from the earthquake and then use Orangru with like this move and it just makes Garchomp use Earthquake a second time in your same turn. That sounds like fuckery. It can be, if used properly. Like, I love using Oranguru. I hate going against Oranguru. Yeah. That always makes for a good Pokemon. But, yeah. So, your favorite normal type Pokemon? Snorlax, man. I, I Yeah? I'm, I'm a 90s kid, and... Uh... Gen 1 is probably where most of my favorites are going to come from. That's fair. Um, I'd have to go with Oranguru. Yeah? Because I've been using him so much lately. Wow. Like, he has a lot of potential. Okay, okay. And that normal typing makes him immune to like psychic... Or not psychic type attacks, sorry. Ghost type attacks. Okay. Which is a big weakness yeah, for psychic yeah. types. That weird dual typing, man. It comes in handy. Okay, you voting him over Stoutland and Snorlax makes me interested in those games. Yeah. No, check out, um, if you want to test them out without actually having to buy the game, uh, the thing I was playing earlier when you and Charlotte came here, um, the Pokemon Showdown, the game okay. yep. online, yeah, you could build a team, stick them in there, test them out, nice. see what works, yeah, just play So you can just, them. you don't even need to catch anything, you just stick, yeah, stick no, in whatever, just, oh, that's cool go into team builder and you just type in which pokemon you want to use select which moves uh choose which of their available abilities pick an item for them to hold and you can even select how you want their ev and ivs to be spread nice yeah it's great for testing out teams and theories and strategies before you actually go into the game and spend all that time building and training up a team well, I say fuck podcasting. Let's play Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I'd be down for that. Like while we were setting up, that's all I was doing. I think on that note, we can uh, move on to our next segment. Ooh, this one's gonna be fun. This is a segment called Ranked, where each week we're gonna be either ranking a number of things or picking our top five. Uh, it's just gonna be a general uh, a general list. Usually it's going to be a top five, but uh, we, we make it this week. We made some exceptions. This week is ranking the Batman movies, the live-action Batman movies. I still have not seen Lego Batman movie. I heard it's amazing. I, I really liked it. Saw it twice in theaters. Uh, I'm gonna watch the shit out of that. Um, do you want to give your full countdown first, and then I'll give mine? We can have some debate in between or thereafter. Perfect. Uh, I'm gonna make one little note here. And that is to say, the list is not actually complete because either the greatest or the worst Batman movie ever made, as I mentioned earlier today, was never actually made. And that is Batman Unchained, Joel Schumacher's uh, third entry in his trilogy he planned to make, which featured Danny DeVito's Penguin, Jack Nicholson's Joker, uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two-Face, and Jim Carrey's Riddler... All rounded up by Nicolas Cage as Scarecrow and featuring Courtney Love as Harley Quinn, bringing back George Clooney. <laughs> All directed in that weird ass Joel Schumacher style. So I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of shit show that would have been. I've really nipples on the bat suit. That's <laughs> that's all that needs to be said there. Nipples on the bat suit. I'm sure. I'm sure they would have made an appearance. 
Yeah. We don't need any more opening sequences with close-ups of Batman's bomb. <laughs> I think we need. I think we did a whole movie of that. <laughs> yeah, just ninety minutes of Bat Bomb. Yeah, Bat Bomb. Um, <laughs> Bat Bomb and Throbbing. Na 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 Bat Ass. Jesus Christ. Okay, let's get uh, let's get on with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from a I'm gonna go in ascending order here. So number nine, the worst Batman movie, I think I think we can agree is probably Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was directed by M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> uh, no, of course uh, ninth I have Batman and Robin to the surprise of absolutely no one. Number eight, I'm gonna say Batman Forever, although it's kind of close between seven and eight for me. Ooh. Yep, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna piss some people off here, but seventh, Batman Begins. Sixth, Batman vs Superman. Fifth, Tim Burton's Batman. Okay. Fourth, Dark Knight Rises. Third, Adam West's Batman. Second, Batman Returns, and first, Dark Knight. Okay. So you give yours, and then let's... My uh, list was very different. I, I kind of thought it might be. Um, I only have eight, because I left the Adam West Batman off my list. That's all right. I can cover tons. I have lots to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dead last, no contest, Batman and Robin. Like... Sakes, that movie. It uh, I, hurts me to watch did, it. Did you rewatch it? No. I I I skimmed. I re-skimmed. I I, I, I can't just... even have it on as background noise because oh, I just make God. it makes me angry. It's it doesn't make me angry so much. It's just what were they thinking? I have no idea. I I have no idea. What what was anyone involved thinking? Not not just Schumacher. Schumacher's not to blame here because George Clooney, Chris uh, Chris O'Donnell. Uma Thurman, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Alicia Silverstone, everyone, every yeah, but everyone involved had to know that they were making a huge steaming pile of shit. It's kind of like when your mom asks you to mow the lawn and you do such a bad job that they never that she never <laughs> asks you to do it again. You think they did it on purpose? Yeah. Oh, that's the only way they could have made a movie that fucking bad. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was my choice for number eight. Yeah. Number seven, I actually had the original Tim Burton Batman. Really? I like it, but it just never stuck with me as much as some of the others. That's fair. Uh, number six, in my third last spot, I also had Batman Begins. Oh, okay, we, we agree on that. Yeah. I, I didn't rewatch all of them, but I rewatched that, and... My main concern is that it is two and a half hours, and most of that is not a Batman movie. I agree. It, I I didn't realize like it's the kind of thing where you know Cillian Murphy uh, as Scarecrow was great. Loved him. Uh, Christian Bale, I mean he he's he's a great Batman. Michael Caine, in my opinion, is the single best Alfred they've ever had, and the introduction of them just it, it kind of stands out in your memory a little better than it actually is. Yeah. Um, number five, I had Batman Forever. Oh, really? I watched that movie a lot as a kid. Yeah. Like, I remember when that movie came out. Uh, the local theater. 
let me keep the poster from that movie nice. after it left the theater. And so that was on my wall in my bedroom for years. And it was the first Batman movie I owned on VHS. So I watched it and watched it and watched it. And I was a huge mark for Jim Carrey when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. So Jim Carrey's Riddler was amazing. Like They could have had the worst Batman, like the worst Two-Face, and I still would have loved it just for the Riddler. Uh, my... My only problem with Batman Forever, I didn't really have that many problems with it. I, I just, I couldn't actually bring myself to rank it above Batman Begins for some reason, although I don't, I don't know. Uh, Val, Kilmer, Val Kilmer is not a bad Batman, but he's not a very good Bruce Wayne. I knew that's what you were going to say, and, and it, I can't argue with you on that. Like, it, it's, you're watching it on screen and you're seeing him as Batman, and you're like, okay, I'm into this, I'm yeah, into this. Chris O'Donnell's so old to be Robin. Oh, God, way too old. The way he looks, looks like Tim Drake Robin towards the end of his tenure with Batman. Yeah, and it's, it's a weird way to introduce Robin. Yeah. Um, number four, I had Batman Returns. Okay. It's, it's dark, I like it. What will surprise some people for being so high on my list? Number three, I had Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, I was just thinking, I haven't heard that yet. I liked that movie. I liked it a lot more than most people did. I, I've i rewatched it dozens of times on my own at home. And, I mean, there are some parts that do bug me about it. But, for the most part, I do enjoy that movie. I, I've realized kind of what the problem is and I think you're going to agree uh, Superman if, if they had just taken if, if Zack Snyder had taken the Batman half of that cast, taken Superman and taken uh, Lois Lane and uh, Lex Luthor out of the movie and put in a Batman villain, it might be amazing yeah, see I didn't I didn't mind Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor he was a lot different than I would have thought anyone playing Lex Luthor would have been. But I didn't hate it. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it. I just don't like Superman in general. Yeah. But, I mean, like, Wonder Woman was fantastic. Oh, yeah. I really thought Ben Affleck was a good Batman. I think Jeremy ba Irons as Alfred, I thought he was great. I he think Ben Affleck is one of the better Batmans we've had. Jeremy Irons, like... He wasn't in that movie enough for me. No. But he had that classic Alfred wit, like just being saucy and snarky towards Batman. Like yeah. getting in that little jab, that little dig here and there. But yeah. So, my top two. Number two, The Dark Knight. Number one, The Dark Knight Rises. The number one? Number one. <sighs> okay, we gotta talk about that. Uh... Number one. Yeah. Man, I I struggled with putting that at number four. Okay, okay. Let me uh, let me just give my points here before you defend it as number one. Give it. Tom Hardy as Bane is amazing. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, while not being the best Catwoman, is not. She could have been worse. I mean, Halle Berry. She could have been worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like. 
the the high stakes of that movie. They really raised the stakes for a Batman movie. And I think Bane versus Batman was probably the best uh, fight scene we've ever had in a Batman movie. Yeah. But there's just too much. It's 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 I th- I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I think uh, what's her name that played Talia Al Ghul. I think they could have been cut from the movie completely. They could have. I, I think I think there are too many characters and there's just too much going on. And I think that's what led to Bane getting an absolute shit show of a death. Yeah. Because I mean, he he basically just gets blasted off screen and that's the last you hear of it. it Bane's death was pretty anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, I think they just they tried too hard to fit everything in. Like Scarecrow didn't need to have a cameo. That didn't need to happen. No. You didn't need all those characters. You could have cut uh, John Blake out of it. The, I mean, the ending Robin bullshit. I, fuck that. That was dumb. You could have cut him out. You could have cut Talia Ghul out, and you could have rewrote their lines and dialogues and and their. I mean, John Blake only exists to basically to influence other characters. Yep. And I feel like with Catwoman, with Bane, with just that cast, and I mean, Commissioner Gordon, you could have had a, probably the greatest Batman movie ever made. Well, you still had Commissioner Gordon, you still had Lucius Fox, you still had a bunch of people. Um, the, the fucking uh, mayor. The mayor who, who dies, doesn't he? In the, in the football... Field scene is am I am I wrong there? It's safe to I'm I'm pretty sure he dies. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because that, that's that's why he's safe to assume. I mean, when when they they have the whole, I don't know what you call it, the post-apocalyptic Bane ruled Gotham. He's not around, so I, I assume he died. But I'm just sick to death of the Joker. I like the Joker as a character. I have Chuck Taylors with the Joker on them. You have those? I do. Yeah. I couldn't help myself, but... Those are fucking cool. I need a break from the Joker. I Honestly, I can't agree more, but... And Bane is in my top three Batman villains. Yeah. Bane is, like, right up there yeah. in my top three. Joker is not in that top three. Really? So... Okay. I mean, I was so angry at Batman and Robin for what they did to Bane, and then getting cool version of Bane like the whole like him having that Darth Vader breathing apparatus thing yeah that didn't bother me at all like I I was able to look past that yeah. it would have been cool to see him use Venom and get all jacked up and more beefy and everything but I think they did a pretty good job of Bane being decently realistic yeah, yeah as realistic as they could have been and for all that i mean i've got like a full page of notes as to things i didn't like about dark knight rises but i couldn't help myself ranking it fourth so i mean yeah for for everything that that's i think the, the worst part about dark knight rises is its potential it it disappoints me that it probably could have and should have been the greatest batman movie but it just falls a little short because they, they just they put too much in there yeah. for, for me, you know. Yeah, it did seem like they were throwing a lot of characters in unnecessarily. But yeah. And, uh, I mean, Dark Knight, what what hasn't been said about Dark Knight? I, I, 
I have pros and cons here for all these movies, and I could not think of a single con for that movie. Like, I know Joker's been done over and over, but just taken it on its own, it's just a fucking fantastic movie. It is. Um, yeah, I have a hard time thinking about anything negative to say about The Dark Knight. I really do. And it should be said here, like, we're talking shit about some of these movies, but at heart, we're fans. Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's not a movie here I wouldn't go buy a fucking deluxe Blu-ray version anyway, even Batman or Robin. <laughs> like, if you told me you wanted to watch a Batman movie right now, the only one I would not be down to watch is Batman and Robin. It's just so painful. It it sucks. Uh, let's see, we talked about Batman Forever, Batman Begins... Batman vs. Superman. I want to take a minute here and talk about Adam West's Batman. Have you ever seen it? Yes. Holy shit, I had not seen it. And I sat down and I gave it my full attention. And what a fucking ride. <laughs> Man. Uh, did you see the shark repellent spray? Oh, I certainly did. Th- that whole scene with, with, the, with the rope ladder in, from the Batcopter... And the rubber shark. <laughs> oh my god, it was absolutely amazing. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list a couple of ridiculous things that happen in this movie. And that that's the thing. Like, it's not a great adaptation, but it's way more fun than some of these other movies. And it's a fucking blast to sit down and watch. I I recommend anyone who has not seen that to sit down and. Just take it all in. See, don't they have an animated... Yeah, they did an animated... It, yeah. It, was that... That wasn't the movie. It was the... was Adam West, though, right? Yeah, Adam West uh, did the voice. Burt Ward back as well, or...? I, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. But they have, like, the... Ba- Boof, bam, pal... <laughs> things coming up, like... Uh, I'm I'm gonna just list a couple of my favorite parts here, just because it's too ridiculous. Um, there's a scene where they're in a uh, with where the villains, Penguin, Joker, Riddler, and Catwoman, are all in a submarine, uh, and they're shooting a uh, they're launching a, like a, a an underwater missile at Batman and Robin, and you th- you're led to believe it hit them and they're dead, and then it cuts to Batman and Robin riding away in their boat <laughs> talking about the bravery of the almost human porpoise <laughs> that leaped out to save them <laughs> and sacrificed itself. I can't make this up. This happened. Yeah. I, I, I think that's canon Batman now. Just like a bottlenose took a bullet for Batman. Just... <laughs> um, there's who, a... pl- who played uh, Catwoman in that one? Lee Merriweather. Okay. I don't know all of them. I know that one. Um, and I actually liked the way she played. Like the, there was this one thing where she kept doing like cat things, like licking her paws <laughs> and meowing, and I thought that was a little off. But the otherwise, she was it good. It was the '60s, man. Yeah, the '60s were a weird time. They let Caesar Romero just paint over his mustache. <laughs> they did. Um, 
there is a scene where Batman has a large, a comically large bomb he's trying to get rid yes, of. Yes, and, he, and there's ducks, and he can't throw it over this side of the bridge because there's ducks. He's trying to find somewhere. He, he turns one corner, there's nuns. He turns another corner, there's a mother with an infant in a stroller. And this goes on for like ten minutes where he's running around trying to get rid of a bomb. With this comically, like... It's literally like Looney Tunes style bomb. <laughs> yes, uh, there's a scene where they their their uh, helicopter, the Batcopter again, is gonna crash, and they crash land in a foam rubber wholesalers convention. So that, that it just lands in a pile of foam. Uh, there's this whole thing in the movie where Catwoman keeps threatening people with her cat, and you think that I don't know. I guess this cat is gonna rip their eyes out or something and during a, a fight scene near the end where Batman and Robin are, are battling all the villains she finally throws the cat at Batman but the cat doesn't do anything it's literally just a fucking house cat and Batman starts fighting Joker and Riddler and Penguin while holding a cat under one arm and that's the whole <laughs> extent of it where he then throws it in a life raft and says bon voyage pussy how how could you not love this movie? This I had trouble not putting this as number one. This is yeah, it's gold. Voyage, pussy. And and I'll I'll uh, I'll end it on this one quote. Um, Batman is led to believe that his love interest has been killed or harmed or some in some way, and he says, "If you lay one finger on that girl's head, I swear I'll kill you all." <laughs> and, it's like, whoa, you just took it to ten, like... But Batman doesn't kill. No, I know. Adam West doesn't give a shit, I guess. I guess. Oh. Adam West. I think we touched on... Oh, we didn't touch on the Burton movies. I mean... Some, I don't have a whole lot to say about the original. No. I, I, I... All I'll really say about those is... I'm more a fan of... Tim Burton's work with Michael Keaton than with Johnny Depp. Oh, absolutely. Like, Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, like, I will pick those movies, like, I cannot stand Edward Scissorhands. No. I fucking hated that movie. So overrated. Nightmare Before Christmas? Couldn't get into it. I do like that one, but I will argue that's not a Tim Burton movie. Because uh, Henry Selleck directed that. Tim Burton, I think, like, wrote a poem it was based on and did some character design. But he put his name on it or some shit. I don't know. It's a... Henry Selleck, the guy who directed Nightmare Before Christmas, James and the Giant Peach, and Coraline. Seems like what people call Tim Burton style is Henry Selleck style. But that's a story for another day, I guess. But I mean, also, like, Sweeney Todd. Stuff like that, <sighs> Yeah, I, I just don't... can't get into it. No. I mean, I like Johnny Depp in, like, the Pirates movies. I like him in... Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I was Vegas. gonna say Nightmare on Elm Street, but... Oh, yeah. Shit. That's, uh... I that's even like him one. in 21 Jump Street better than... And I'm talking, like, the original series, not the Channing Tatum Have movie. you watched Tusk or Yoga Hosers yet? I have seen Tusk. I have not seen Yoga Hosers yet. Man, I, I forget the character's name. The, the That inspector? The Quebecois de uh, detective. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Oh, that yeah. That's some of the best stuff. I did stuff. not realize that was Johnny Depp until <laughs> after. Because 
whenever I watch a movie, the first thing I do is like go to IMDb after the movie's over and just like start browsing the cast, being like, okay, I like this person, I didn't like that person. Hmm. And then when I seen that that was Johnny Depp, I was like, fuck off. That was awesome. I can't wait. I think I think he's gonna finish the trilogy too. Uh, moose Jaws, which he's described as literally just Jaws with a moose. <laughs> right. I cannot wait for that. Kevin Smith, man. Oh, I love Kevin Smith. He is hands down my favorite director. But uh, yeah, Tim Burton's Batman. <laughs> uh, I just I kind of hold that as somewhere in the middle ground. I I I really don't have anything negative to say about it. I really don't have anything overly great to say about it. I think. Jack Nicholson was a phenomenal Joker. He was a good Joker. I really, really don't like how he looks when he has, like, the Joker face thing going on, but he has, like, some kind of spray tan on his face. I hate that look. Yeah. I hate it. That's the one, And it's not even... It doesn't affect his performance at all, but I just fucking hate seeing him with, like, a <laughs> shitty Jersey, Jersey Shore tan in a purple suit. I hate it. What it reminds me of when his face was, like pulled back like that in that part you're talking about is um, back in the 90s I believe there was was it a Mr. Big or an O'Henry commercial where they had like the bar lengthwise in their mouth oh. so it was like pushing out both sides of the <laughs> yeah, cheeks yeah. at the same time like that's what that reminds me of and I could never get that out of my head no that's a, that's a good one yeah um, Batman Returns I put second in. I don't know. I, I I always liked it. It was just. It, I always liked it too. I it, I would have put it higher on the list than number four, but I watched it again recently, and I was just kind uh, like of like some of it was a little cheesy. It's kind of fucking gross. Yeah. And and that's kind of what I like about. It. I like it that it's easily the darkest, most disgusting, gory Batman movie. Yeah. I mean the the shit with. Uh, Penguin biting that guy's nose off yes. and eating raw fish. Danny DeVito is fucking gross in that movie. Yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer, man. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. She's always going to be my Catwoman. Christopher Walken. Uh, yeah, oh. fuck. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, see. What was his name? Max Shrek? Yeah. Fuck. Like, see, that took points off that movie for me. That whole character. God damn it. I mean, how Catwoman yeah. killed him was pretty cool. Yeah, you're right but there, but... Other than that, that character just got on my nerves. The one thing I will give to Batman Returns, though, is at least they know how to kill in that movie. Yeah. Like, uh, Penguin's death, where he's, like, choking and sputtering on his own blood, and he doesn't realize he's dying, and then he just ends up this gross, bloated corpse in a... In a a pair of long johns, man. It's, it's fucking brutal. Uh, the penguins were a little campy in that too. Yeah, but I I, I I enjoyed it as a kid, but now I guess I'm just getting a bit too snobby. If it, it felt of effects. it felt like the closest to a live action version of Batman the animated series to me. Yes. I mean, obviously, there's a little. It's a little more Frank Miller, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I something about it yeah it just hits home uh let's uh yeah let's move on i think move on to our final topic final segment that's fantastic 
as I like to call it, our uh, our fan casting segment. You're gonna hear a lot of shitty puns out of me, so uh, prepare yourselves. Uh, we're gonna cast ourselves. Cast. Who's, who's gonna take this first? Whatever, man. Whatever you. Um. I'm gonna take this one first. Okay. Um. I had two actors in mind. And and now keep in mind, uh, if you're gonna name who's gonna play us, you kind of gotta give a bit of uh, a bit of a setup as to what kind of movie it is. See, I didn't cast anyone as you. No. No. Did you cast someone as me? Yeah. Oh I, shit. Yeah, I casted both of us. I guess I'm just a narcissist and only cast <laughs> yeah. myself. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, you'll get an extra or something. Fuck it. Maybe by the time we're done talking about this, I'll have someone in mind for you. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got two. You can steal one if you want. I've got two in mind to play myself. Okay. One is kind of a joke and one more serious. Okay. Um, the serious one, I was going to say Bill Skarsgård. Okay. I yeah. really like what I've seen from him in, like, the trailer for it, um, Hemlock Grove. How much of that did you watch? Hemlock Grove. Yeah, just the first season. Same. I I didn't. I don't know why. I never bothered with the second, but I did like the first season. But uh, while I was watching the first season when it first came out, the girl I was dating at the time used to. This is back when I had hair. Uh, she used to say that there were a lot of similarities in facial features between myself and Bill Skarsgård. I can definitely see it in the eyes. Yeah. And so because of that and the fact that he just looks so good as Pennywise in the upcoming It, I was just like, I think I would really like him to play me. So what you're saying is more so you want to cast yourself as Pennywise. Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. I I would love to play Pennywise, the dancing clown. Nice. But um, if I wasn't going to cast Bill Skarsgård, a lot of people might talk. I know where this is going. I know where this is going. <laughs> what, where do you think this is going? One of the Culkins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is one of the Culkins. Um, people have been comparing me to Macaulay Culkin my whole life. Like, when Home Alone was big when it first came out, I, like, white blonde hair. My cousin used to put one of my dad's tank tops on me and make me do that whole cheek slapping scene. <laughs> but. Macaulay Culkin's kind of hit the needle a little hard. He's actually cleaned up quite a bit. Is he? Have you seen him lately? He's actually Not doing. Lately. He's doing great for himself. I'm I'm happy for him. He's gained a few pounds. Not not like not not. He's, I'm not saying he's big. I'm saying he was. On he's the, no longer emaciated. He's he's no longer on the verge of death. He yeah. does not look like the crypt keeper anymore. But I did not pick Macaulay Culkin. Ooh. I picked Rory Culkin. Rory. Mostly because I want that bastard to shave that beautiful head of hair he has. <laughs> I would cast Rory Culkin to play me. No fucking bald cap nonsense. I want to make that motherfucker shave those beautiful locks he has. <laughs> That's the fucking best reason. <laughs> Who would you have? Okay, so I didn't cast specific- specifically for myself or for you. I casted as a duo. Okay. So I casted duos and uh basically the answer depends on what kind of budget they would have jason Mewes and kevin smith fucking yes (laughs) (laughs) if it's a low budget movie 
they're going Kevin Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes. And it's going to be very dialogue heavy. It's going to be one of those fucking Kevin Smith style movies. Yeah. Now, if something happens, if if we get big through our bullshit podcast <laughs> and they get they they get all the big bucks, they're casting Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel. I was just thinking that. And and the movie would go much more in the direction of a wacky adventure that uh, you know the big big budget style. There's probably some explosions in there. There's probably some celebrity cameos, that kind of shit. Basically, this is the end. Yes, exactly. This is the end versus Clerks, right? Yes. Yeah. Those are my answers. And uh, fuck, man, maybe maybe cast all four. <laughs> <laughs> or we could go Seth Rogen, Rory Culkin. Because I can't, I, I can't quite picture the two of those working Interacting together. at all? Fucking get get Joel Schumacher to direct it, put some nipples on everything, and <laughs> bring it full circle, right? Oh my god, can you imagine Kevin Smith and Joel Schumacher collaborating on a movie? Oh my god, I want it. I, I'll take my money. <laughs> yeah, I want that so bad. Fat Man Unchained. Bring bring back his idea. Bring back Nicolas Cage as Scarecrow, Joel Schumacher, and Kevin Smith in a bat suit. No, Kevin Smith. Blunt man. Yes, yes. Or or Silent Bob with the with the bat cap from from, from Mallrats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fat Man Unchained. Batman. And you can even continue the fucking the 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 Jedi Force uh, narrative that was going on in that movie. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I I I'd You'd go need see at that. At least one scene where he accidentally crashes through a dressing room, though. Oh yeah. At least one. More than one. Yeah. At least three. <laughs> yeah. Beat that into the ground. Oh fucking yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that about does it for our pilot episode. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and you can find us at our website, which is www.jedidropouts.podbean.com. Uh, we will be available on more platforms in the future, and uh, you can find that information by following us on Facebook more so than anything. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and... Uh, We'll maybe see you in next the future week. we'll think of a clever sign-off. Yeah, maybe in the future. Uh, that being said, uh, our segments are going to be very um, audience-friendly in that any suggestions will be immediately jumped on. If you, you suggest something uh, something you want us to talk about, something a question you want to ask us, we will talk about it as soon as possible. So feel free. I just realized I missed a spot when I was shaving my arms yesterday. And that's a great sign-off. <laughs> I'll think more dumb shit to say for the next one. <laughs> okay, have a good one, everybody. Cheers.